and welcome to the Counter Bootleg Podcast. It, this is a uh, podcast um, from Corn Nation. Uh, my name is Nate McHugh. I am one of the football writers for Corn Nation. And this podcast um, is intended to be a short, about 10-minute podcast on any of various topics regarding uh, Nebraska football. And so we just try to get right to it. So uh, in this episode, um, I'm sorry if you hear my dog, but in this episode, I kind of want to talk about the position groups and um, particularly the groups I don't quite have a lot of, let's say, um, confidence in. So um, here we go. So I was writing my uh, spring preview article for the wide receivers. And just thinking about some of the other position groups I'm going to have to write articles for. And I thought, you know what? I really don't have any confidence in the wide receiving position group as a whole. Now, there's a lot of, of um, potential. And I used that word, I think, seven times in the article. But, I mean, if we're looking at some of the other p- position groups, secondary, I feel great about tight ends. They think it's the deepest uh, position group or it's uh, that's been since they've been there, maybe one of the deepest in the country. And so, you know, you feel good about that. The offensive line, uh, we got a lot of returning offensive linemen that have a lot of experience, and it seems like they're, they're building that line very well. Like we're going in, you know, a great direction. They, the, light, the inside linebackers, I feel really good about. Defensive line, I feel good about. And so I was thinking, what what position groups do I not quite feel very comfortable with? And there's three of them. And, of course, wide receivers is definitely one of them. The second is the running backs. And the third are the quarterbacks, which I found kind of interesting that those were the three groups, especially since we're going into year four of Scott Frost's tenure here at Nebraska, and he's supposed to be an offensive coach. And it seems like the, almost the whole defensive side of the ball is taken care of that we should be happy, not happy with, but, you know, relatively confident about. But the thing you think that they would have had figured out almost from day one, uh, it, the or the quarterbacks, which I'm not, you know, earlier this week it was uh, – I think it was, I forgot which position coach was talking about Adrian Martinez. And essentially he said, you know what, if he stops fumbling the ball and if he stops throwing interceptions and he, he improves his uh, decision-making, that would t- take care of a lot of the problems. And I'm like, yeah, those are big issues. He continues to fumble the ball. I don't know why it's still a problem. And he, and he makes untimely throws and he doesn't make great decisions. Yeah, it's your quarterback, man. And so, and we don't, and I know if anyone's listened to this podcast before, I think it might be the last one. I was not high on Luke McCaffrey. I think it was a mistake. And that's part of the reason why they've, I think the position group has taken a step back. I mean, we better, we better hope Logan Smothers is something, you know, because if, if he's not, Adrian Martinez gets hurt, which he has every single year. Then you know I hope he's he's a I hope he's a dude, you know, 
Uh, I suppose he's a better athlete than Martinez, but I think with Scott Frost's offense, what matters almost more than anything is are you putting the ball where you, where you need to be? And then every now and then we're going to have to run you, okay? And so, you know, if Martinez goes down, then we have Smothers. What if Smothers gets hurt? I mean, we've been there, right? I mean, we've been there where we're like, uh-oh, are we going to have to start a walk-on quarterback all of a sudden? Well, not, that's not going to be um, the issue here because um, we've got Harburg, the you know true freshman from Carnegie Catholic. And so, you know, the chances that we we might have to rely on him, that makes me really nervous. And so, you know, I guess the, uh, they'll take this spring. They're going to give those guys a lot of reps, maybe see where they're at, and maybe they'll maybe they'll have to bring in a, another guy, you know, even just for one year. Say, so, hey, you know, you, you can compete for the job, but we're going to need some help with that position group. Uh Second was the running backs. You know, they've talked about how, you know, this is the best talent they've had. And the, pro- the problem is that it's unproven talent. And it seems like the most talented guy who's Ron- who is uh, Ronald Tompkins, he, he's been injured. Can- and he continues to get injured. And so we were looking at guys like C.V. Morrison, Marvin Scott. And then, of course, um, I mean, I think we got a really big transfer in Marquis Step from – USC, but I mean, if it tells you, I mean, who's going to say he's going to be healthy? And so then we're going back to these unproven guys. And I don't know. Okay. If, if step goes down and you're just thinking to yourself, okay, who's going to be the, who's the second guy? I would like to think that maybe it's Sevion Morrison. I mean, I don't know. I mean, you really hope it would be Ronald Tompkins, which means he's healthy. We have no idea, you know. You know, Ramir Johnson. I'm not sure what his future is going to be because if you look at this team, I think Frost realized in year one we have to get a lot bigger. And Ramir Johnson, when you see him, you know, he's gotten some snaps here or there. He's just not a very big guy, and he's I don't know if he's thinking too much when he's running with it, but he doesn't even look that explosive. So. He, you know, I'm not really sure where the answer is if Marquis Step does end up being the dude, and all indications that he should be. You know, he's only a sophomore, so you know we got him for maybe two or three more years. So I do not feel great about that position at all. I mean, thank goodness that I, I mean the offensive line I think is going to be greatly improved. So that should help, but man. It's like, why, why have we not gotten this figured out yet? Then we're at the wide receivers. Oh, buddy. I, you know, you, you'd like to say, what, what is something we can lean, lean our, hat, uh, our hats on, you know? And it might be, and I'm sorry if I butcher his name. I haven't heard it pronounced, um, like, on the radio or anything, but Samori Torre, Samori Torre. Um, he's a transfer from uh, Montana, who was a F- FCS All-American at wide receiver, set school records. You know, that's great, but we don't know if that's going to translate to the Big Ten. And that's really what matters. And so who else are we thinking that we, that's going to be in the starting lineup? And this is what I said in my article. 
with Xavier Betts, I think, is going to start because I think he has the highest oh, – not, probably not the highest ceiling, but it's pretty close in that whole group. And he, he was showing up a little bit last year when he got more snaps. And so then the other one I said is Omar Manning. And he's really the wild card, right? Now he's 6'4", 225. Coach Frost said that, you know, as long as he shows up every day, essentially his talent's going to take over and he's going to, you know, he's probably going to end up playing in the league. So, you know, you have Xavier Betts, 6'2", Omar Manning, 6'4", Samori Torre. Again, I'm sorry if I mispronounced it. I'll figure that out at some point. He's 6'3". And so... You know, you're just saying the hype, and you're like, wow, you know, left to right, if you're a quarterback, you got a lot of size there. But again, I mean, the leading catcher, the returning leading catcher from last year is Levi Falk. He had 13 catches, 13 receptions. Xavier Betts, who's a true freshman, he is the leading uh, pass catcher in terms of total yards, with 121 yards on 12 catches. That's what we have returning. So, it almost all, I mean, I hope Samori is, or Samori is going to be the guy, or they're going to start him in the slot, by the way, which I think means that uh, Monte Brown, maybe he's going to be out, or maybe he'll be second string or whatever, because he was uh, Wandale Robinson's uh, backup, right? And so, they're really big on Will Nixon, but he got hurt last year. And Oliver Martin, I guess he has a 40-inch vertical, you know, because that's because that then all of a sudden means he's going to be a great player for us. However, he did start towards the end of the year, and so and he's a former highly re, um, rated recruit. You know, he was at Michigan, he went to Iowa, and now he's here. And so maybe he's figured it out. I don't know, but. I just, it, it, it's concerning when, I mean, if you ask, I mean, let me know. I mean, the other group I was thinking maybe is outside linebackers, you know, but that's kind of a, you know, I, you know it's kind of a wait and see. I, I'm not sure, but maybe I could have added them to the list. But, uh, yeah, so uh, Scott Frost's fourth season, well, I mean, just assuming everyone agrees with me, which they don't, but just – Make that assumption with me. In his fourth season, the groups that we feel the least confident about are quarterback, running back, and wide receiver. And last year we had trouble scoring points. And unless unless a bunch of these guys show up, you know, looking at you, Omar Manning, you know, Marquis Step looking at you, Adrian Martinez maybe taking care of the ball, you know, then. Then also you feel a little bit better about them, but um, so yeah, that's all I really had. Uh, so thanks for listening. Subscribe to the podcast. You get um, five-part podcasts of bang rings and daggers and John's post-life crisis every now and then. And so uh, yeah, thank you. And have a this is recorded right before Easter, so have a great Easter.